Welcome to the Florida Versus Podcast. You know, I got one for you. Holy cow! message mid-recording Floridians welcome back to Florida Versus I'm your host today and every day Peter Murphy thank you so much for tuning back in we've got another fun Tuesday episode for you today returning is CJ James you're gonna love our conversation before we get into that a little housekeeping if you're in the Los Angeles area and you'd like to come out and see me uh, this month July 24th I'll be at the Comedy Chateau July 25th, I'll be at Flappers. Then, July 31st, you can find me at the Flambeau stage. All information at my Instagram, at Peter underscore Murphy. Or find me on TikTok. I have over 900 million TikTok subscribers. Was that convincing? <laughs> That's just a little joke. Just a little joke. Uh, do not have that many TikTok subscribers because I don't have that. I don't have a TikTok at all. So if you're searching for me on TikTok, you're searching away. Uh, it's Tuesday, so <clears throat> like every Tuesday, I'm gonna give a you know a recipe, what I'm cooking, what I'm preparing, what I'm making for CJ, good old friend uh, that I have known for some time since the Florida days. He has always been this incredible entertainer. Whether it's throwing his own parties, hosting them, uh, throwing themed parties and hosting those, or in, you know inviting people out to an organized brunch, it's absolutely uh, he's 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 a very very good host and uh, and he's a very entertaining person and fun and we'll get into his plugs in a little bit. But uh, in light of a meal or a food item, you know what I'm making today? Boom mimosas and what's more floridian than a mimosa orange juice and alcohol i mean a screwdriver i guess that could be floridian too but that's like for a different part of the day uh mimosas what are they orange juice and champagne the one time where you can feel like you've won something while you're still living in florida and (laughs) the taste of champagne feels like a victory even though you know by the end of that champagne drink, most of the contents of your glass are probably sweat because you're outside, you're sweating your little tush off. And you don't want to sweat your tush off, you want to be cool. And if you want to be extra cool, go to the description of this podcast and learn how to keep this podcast going with a monthly contribution. I would appreciate it, and that'd be really cool. Another thing that's cool, listen to this podcast. So you're doing the right thing. Go ahead, sit back, relax. You know, fall asleep. Let let this let this podcast get deep into your into your brain, into your sleep brain, and uh, or stay awake. I don't know. It's pretty exciting. Uh, <laughs> there's a, a story towards the end where I talk about interviewing the mayor, and then also, uh, well, you'll just have to hear it. Anyhow, here's my chat with C.J. James. Enjoy. Do 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 do. Ad time. Oh man, another ad. Well, don't worry. This one will make you hungry. 
Margarita, Pepperoni Playboy, Guilty Party, Good Thing, Dreams Tonight, Beyond Love, Smoke Signals, Neon Moon, Springsteen, Talking Backwards, Crude Copy, Breakneck Speed. If you don't know what I'm talking about, then you haven't had one of Lucky Nick's Pizza's sourdough Neapolitan pizza pies straight from their wood fire oven. And you are missing out. Go ahead and follow Lucky Nick's Pizza on Instagram. That's at L-U-C-K-Y-N-I-C-K-S-P-I-Z-Z-A for the latest updates about their weekly mobile pop-ups in the SoCal region. It's Lucky Nick's Pizza. Nice little pizza, huh? Okay, whoa, 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 what's the holdup? It's ad time. Oh, yeah. It's ad time. And let the good time roll. You know, since 2015, totally good time has been making pop culture street style inspired by the 90s, 2000s, and niche entertainment favorites. Well, what do they got? Uh, how about bringing on Toro Sweatsuit? Check. Empire Records Staff Tee for Rex Manning Day? Check. New Girl True American Hoodie that features the design as the gameplay? One, two, three, four. Check. Now go ahead and check out all of the original pop culture goods over at totallygoodtime.com. That's totallygoodtime.com. And use code FLORIDAVERSUS15 for 15% off your order today. That's code floridavs 15 for 15% off your order today. Do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. Add time. Whoa, recording in progress. Got it. Somebody, somebody, you know. You love those robo assistants. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, that's just like my, my 1980s robot assistant. <laughs> CJ's on the show. Boom. Love CJ it. James back Another on Murphy the- original. <laughs> Another one. Uh, <laughs> back like he never left. CJ is on the pod for a second time. CJ, I can I got I can I got to say this, man. I feel I feel uh, the presence, the Florida presence, and maybe it's just cuz it's the summer where, you know, we really thrive, but I feel like, you know, I feel like you're uh, you're coming out in full force here. Absolutely, we both got on the uh, novelty hats. You know? <laughs> got to have a novelty trucker hat. Got to have a novelty trucker hat. Before we get into like Florida uniforms, <laughs> uh, <laughs> CJ, welcome back to the program, and uh, Floridians, thanks for tuning in. I want to start with plugs up top. CJ, is there anything uh, you want listeners to check out? Yeah, always. Uh, you can check out um, my podcast, Bra Meets World, where we talk about Boy Meets World podcasts. Yeah. Um, and then also, I'm now on TikTok. I'm going to say it. I, I encourage you to do it. You got to do it. TikTok is actually, it's way more entertaining than I think we gave it. I think a lot of people our age were like, I'm not doing those dances. And I'm not doing those dances. I'm not. But um <laughs> It, it's it's turned into like this library hub of like just information, like bite-sized little bits uh, of storytelling or comedy um, and um, just like crowdsourcing history. It's it's actually really amazing. If you, uh, I think it's like the video version of Reddit. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, it's very like front page of the zeitgeist of what's happening in the country, Absolutely. in the world at the time. That's so, wild. Uh, I so what's your, what's your TikTok? I am not your Oreo. That is uh, <laughs> that is a blend of two of my favorite things, plus a little bit of history about me. So uh, 
I Am Not Your Negro, which is right. a very amazing uh, documentary. If you haven't watched it, check it out. And um, Oreos are both an amazing cookie and a nickname that I actually used to very proudly wear. And uh, then I learned a, a little bit of the history behind it and everything that I was telling other people to think about me by proudly proclaiming to be an Oreo. So really I adopted the moniker of I Am Not Your Oreo. And uh, yeah. Okay, well, you know, put us on, edu- educate us a little bit. Uh, yeah, you know, every time I feel like every time I get up here, I, I become a um, critical race theory guy. But uh, no, honestly, <laughs> the the um, you know, just like the title of Oreo is a, a lot about uh, you know, black on the outside, white on the inside, and uh, a lot of it growing up was like this way of you know, identify or telling other white people, hey, I'm a cool black guy. You you can trust me. Like, don't don't be uh, fooled by the outside appearance. I'm one of you. And then um, it's kind of like really... the, the Jenny of on the block. Don't be fooled by the rocks that I got. Absolutely. Don't be, don't be fooled by the skin. Yeah, I, I'm still Chet. <laughs> you know, like, it's so relatable. And uh, that's uh, something that I really wanted to, you know, take some time and think about it and be like, what am I saying with that? Like what, Hey, what's wrong with being black on the inside? Uh, and, uh, B, um, why would that sort of acceptance be something that I aspire towards, especially now? I think when, you know, I was younger and it was a survival, uh, technique yeah. made sense, but, uh, I'm not, I'm not that age anymore. And, um, I, I have a voice of opinion and thoughts of my own. I, and I try to think of my, I, myself holistically. So yeah, absolutely. there's a little bit of that. Yeah. That's great, man. And that's a great, you know, it's gotta be a great uh, place to be for you, especially, you know, coming from, coming from, coming from that mind state to the one that you're at now. I mean, exactly. Yeah. You, you should feel, you know, you should feel good to be yourself, right? Good to be me. <laughs> <laughs> Not bad being CJ. Okay, I am now your Oreo on TikTok, Bro Meets World, uh, the Boy Meets World podcast, which I, which is great. And then uh, the documentary that you mentioned, I am not your Negro. Who's who stars in that? That's about. Um, so it's James Baldwin. Oh, is yeah. um, like it's his work, and I think it's a lot of like quotes from him, but um, it's just very very enlightening. If you um. Actually, I recommend it for anyone. I was going to be like, yeah. especially if you're like a, a person of color, but it's very interesting in general uh, to see a black man talk about things in like the 1960s that still feel very, very relevant. Right. Um, and uh, yeah, it was just very eye opening for me in general. And um, I, I thought it was uh, definitely something that I could align myself towards. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, those, you know, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's good. I mean, I had uh, I had my friend Lauren Clark on the podcast and we ended up talking about baseball players at one point and like athletes. And I didn't even realize that, you know, like at the time I wasn't really identifying as like Puerto Rican. I was trying to, you know, I wasn't mm-hmm. raised by my, my dad who was who was Puerto mm-hmm. Rican. And I was t- I was like drawn to these like baseball players who kind of looked like me, but I was like, these guys are the best. It was like Barry uh, or Bernie Williams and uh, Bobby Bonilla. And they're both like, mm-hmm. like great, like Puerto Rican uh, guys. And, and I was just like, Oh, wow. What a great, you know, what a great thing. And then now, you know, if you're talking about like documentaries that are, you know, very, um, um, I guess race forward or um, 
uh, you know, giving giving more of a voice to marginalized groups. Uh, have you seen the Rita Moreno uh, documentary or you heard or heard about it? Uh, I feel like I have heard about it, but I haven't. It's something like, yeah, I haven't seen it yet either. I'm really curious about it. But, you know, just her, sort of her, uh, you know, uh, navigating Hollywood at a time where, you know, she was kind of, you know, actresses at that time were kind of being bought and sold, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and there was, you know, I saw the trailer, which spiked uh, spiked my interest. And one of the things that they said were was at the time, part of her contract with studios was you have to, this isn't the right word, but maybe it is. You have to escort uh, other actors around town or you had to go on, you know, go be seen with them or something like that. And like, oh, my God, are you kidding me? Yeah. What? Yeah. That sounds like yeah. that's from a different planet. However, it also does sound like Hollywood. You know? Sounds very much like Hollywood, doesn't yeah. it? Like, honestly, I feel like the more that I learn while I'm here makes yeah. me just be like, this is like, like all of it's terrible. <laughs> Right, all right. Of it, all of it's terrible. All of it's all of it's terrible, and also, can't we just um, pretend to be intelligent? You know, like it doesn't have to all be just so like mind numbing and like uh, <laughs> I don't know, I don't know, man. Uh, anyhow, you know what I do know? I do know what that. Do you know? Tell I me know, what you know. I know in Florida it's hurricane season, and I wanted to have uh, a Floridian on the podcast this Tuesday mm-hmm, today, mm-hmm. just so that uh, we can talk about you know hurricanes hurricane parties and inclement weather um, <laughs> just because it's like you know it, it, i grew up you know hurricane season was just like okay yeah it's hurricane season okay everyone Absolutely. ready for it you know and mm-hmm. and i think i in fact i know it has gotten more extreme over the years because of yes. climate change However, you know, 1994 was intense with Hurricane Andrew and my family, you know, experienced that. And while we were living in a condo and then 2005, uh, Hurricane Katrina just missed where I yes, was up. Yes, I remember. Yeah, man. So like what how how were you introduced to and what do you remember about hurricane season in Florida and, you know, the normal normalities of essentially setting your watch to uh crisis shopping you know well so i think it's so funny when you talk about hurricane season and just (laughs) florida weather is is so sporadic Mm. and you're just you are maybe maybe it's why no one in florida takes uh climate change seriously because we basically are just taught to become desensitized to like extreme weather like Hurricane parties is a perfect example of yeah. like in any other space. They're like, like I've gone to other places and they're like, we're going to have a hurricane and like other states like hmm. freak out and like they go stock up water and like everyone's like, oh my God, we could die. And Floridians are just like party time, you know? Yeah. Like, and also like- we have no reason to be confident because <laughs> I, I, I don't have any faith in a single structure in Florida. Why would you? Like, Not even like, like a football stadium. Yeah, exactly. There's <laughs> no reason to have confidence in any infrastructure uh, in Florida. But no, especially well, especially football stadiums. Now that I bring it up, because at UCF, when the new football stadium was uh, was built on campus, you were a student there, right? Yeah. And, the, and it was nicknamed the Bounce House because yeah. the concrete would sway. <laughs> or would, it would it would it would bounce like up and yeah down. everything would bounce yeah 
and it needed like that was as it was initially installed and then year two they brought in reinforcements but like whoa yeah but like to to just have that be the thing and like everyone like so much so that it gets a nickname and yeah. they still let people in they're like ah we can- we got at least one season before this thing crumbles. <laughs> it's concrete and it's it's concrete and it feels like a trampoline. You yeah, know? exactly. Yeah. And so, okay. So yeah. So yes, uh, hurricanes are treated differently. Do you have any, uh, do you have any stories or do you remember? Oh, anything from, yeah. You know, I always up? like the word because, like, you know, if I'm repeating myself to your listeners, so sorry, but like um, hurricanes are always interesting to me because again, they're, they're extreme weather, but like no one in Florida really takes them seriously like if you i feel like anyone who takes them seriously is just new to florida because (laughs) almost every single time it becomes like this party it becomes this thing i remember when like i think it was like hurricane ivan or something like that which Mm. was like really bad it messed up a lot of friends houses in central florida Mm. but like we were also in a condo at the time and we were just like watching the tree outside our house sway back and forth and taking bets on like when it would fall like that's right. me what me and my sister were doing uh and it ended up falling but like the opposite way and like onto a car but like it could have very easily fallen into our window we're just like watching tv just being like you know <laughs> what's the worst that could happen yeah i, I know. know you almost disassociate yourself from it because it's happening out there exactly you know, and out there is <laughs> the street outside your window and it's happening <laughs> at you man you know like i I think we just cracked the code on like why global warming just doesn't like it just can't register with anyone or climate change just because this idea of like yeah i mean like that happens yeah (laughs) it doesn't really register in florida yeah it's like well that's the thing is you think that this is happening everywhere and everyone's dealing with it or i i did I, i growing up i thought oh everyone's dealing with this this is happening everywhere I didn't think that places like California even existed with their own natural disasters to worry about. And it, I, it's so uncommon that you leave and, and then, you, you know, then, you know, it's uh, the middle of July and you're like, Oh yeah, it's hurricane season. Oh yeah. You know, I wonder if my grandma has enough water. I wonder if, you know, my, my favorite ice cream place is going to get destroyed. And yeah, just just a wild time. Did you did you happen to go to any hurricane parties? I think I went to at least one as a kid, and then several as a college student. I'm about to say, as a college student, of course, you, you did the hurricane parties because uh, I mean, you just basically it was a reason. It's like a college snow day. It's a reason to like drink and like <laughs> just <laughs> just be with your friends, marathon. Yeah. Uh, a couple yes. of movies at the time. I don't think Marvel was a really big thing at that time, but I know just like whatever, like whatever we could marathon, uh, we would yeah. marathon at the, t- at the time. And uh, that's really what it was, you yeah. know? And like I said, it's just like, I think about now living in California, you know, earthquake, like, like the big one yeah. is supposedly right around the corner and no one I know is prepared for it. Like, Absolutely no one. And I think it's just because you become desensitized. It's just like, ah, I'm supposed to worry about everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, yeah. What am I supposed to worry about? Everything? I mean, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, it, after the, and especially after the year we've had, it, it feels like, oof, it feels like it's, it, there's, there's a lot 
there, there's a lot going on out there. So what, you know, what can I even like, like I have only got so much attention, you know, and so much, there's only, only so much I can do. So how's, you know, and then, you know, the world is slowly opening back up. How's that been for you? Uh, you know, a Floridian who's just got to get out. You got to uh, get out sometimes. <laughs> Honestly, you know what I, I will say um, to me, both summertime and like just the fact that like we're opening up has been really good with like I needed to find access to water. And I mean, like, mm-hmm. like I needed to find like a pool or, you know, like I, yesterday I went to like we spa, which is like this. Oh, what's local that? like Korean spa place. Oh, cool. Dude, you, you gotta go to it. It um, sounded like a WeWork, but just a bunch of spas <laughs> under one roof. That that actually that's a different type of um office space yeah. that I think would, would do amazing. Honestly, let's uh, get rid of those WeWorks and put in We Spas. Put you, in hear, we spas. <laughs> you heard it here first, man. I, people would love that. Um, yeah, but uh no, so it's just like um, you know, access to like hot tubs, pools, uh steam rooms. It was uh a great, great to be around. And I don't know, I think there's something very cleansing about being around water. I don't know. I like I was born near a beach, grew yeah. up in Florida, like I live in Cali for a reason. Like just being in water was like a really, really good fun thing to do it's good um, to it's good to get to water and it's healing yeah and the salt salt water is good for you let, so let me ask you about the spots have you ever done like a couples thing where there's um you know you're on one table and you know your yes. partner's on another table so one time i did i did that but i've only done it one time and uh with uh the woman i was dating at the time she she was like hey you know i um you know i got us this thing and it'll be fun I was like, okay, great. So we go there and it was my first experience and I'm trying to relax, but it was like, I think it was like a Swedish massage, but it was very athletic (laughs) and I'm laying down. I'm like on my chest or whatever. And, you know, she's over there and, you know, if we stretch our hands out, we could hold hands and it's very cute. And, you know, uh, these, you know, these ladies are like working on us and she's totally fine. Just do, 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 you know, Maybe she's falling asleep a little bit. You know, my uh, girl is seeing my partner and she she's, you know, just enjoying it. And I kind of like sneaking one eye over there. I'm like, oh, <laughs> she is this she enjoying it? I'm like, OK, good. And then as this goes on, I get more and more tense and I start to like make noises like like because I'm getting <laughs> I'm getting folded up and yeah. like ba- battered yeah. and like and like told you've got to breathe. You've got to breathe. You've got to breathe more. <laughs> And I'm trying, I'm trying not to scream <laughs> because like my legs are getting bent over my back and like, you know, I'm, I'm, it's just, it's just so much. And then she looks over and she starts laughing because, because the same movement is happening to her. It's almost like a synchronized, uh, swimming, uh, yeah. Event yeah. or like a synchronized, you know, ice skating thing where the two massage therapists are looking at each other like, okay, we do this move. Then we do this yeah. And I am struggling so much that it was the longest massage of my life. And it was maybe like 40 minutes. And it was just at, like, it, I, I so she was, was not prepared. Because I would tell you this right now as a gay yeah. man, you, it's very clear you've never taken a dick. Like, and I, and I mean that <laughs> because anyone who has, has had to do just, you have, breathe. Oh, my legs are above my head. It's like, you know what? It'll be fine. <laughs> Just, just concentrate, inhale through the nose, out through the mouth. And so this is something that, like, women and, and gay men have, like, done 
And like anytime a straight man has to do anything where his body's contorted <laughs> unexpectedly, I know, he's just like, this is so awkward. And we're like, dude, this is a Friday. Like <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah, exactly. That sort that should be required for all athletes. If you want, exactly. if you're serious about being an athlete, being limber <laughs> and serious about your body's health, you gotta take a dick. Take a you dick. Know? <laughs> Regulate your breathing. breathing. Great for yeah, I was gonna say great for regulating breathing. It teaches you more than what, anything. What was your like? It, did you have like a unique like couples uh, massage or like? I mean, actually, like, so I was gonna I I was going to go off of what you said and say that I've done it before and I feel like it's so not a couple thing. Like I feel like I was gonna ask you. <laughs> like what are some like things that are supposed to be romantic and then like you do them and you're like this is this is a no-go like i would say like couples massage is definitely one because it should be something where it's like you and your masseuse and you're just like you're like enjoying it or like you're getting to the source of your attention and you don't want to be like you don't want to be like yeah. in your head about like the person that you're with because if they're enjoying it and you're not or like if you need them to like go harder or whatever you need that freedom but like if you're with another person, all of a sudden it's it's this this couple's thing that should yeah, really be one. Yeah. It's this other, it's this other presence. I think at the time I I think I'd be better at it now, not because of <laughs> taking a dick, but because but because I think I I wouldn't be as aware of that presence. And I I feel, I feel like I'd be more comfortable. Uh, I feel like it's not something that you should do with a partner. I I feel yeah. like certain things, I think it's one of those things where it's like, as an idea, it sounds good, but like in reality, it's better if you like just do something separate. Like, yeah, um, anything I'll, that, yeah, like what, like what else? What else? No, I was just going to say like um, another one for me that's like it's supposed to be romantic, but it's not, it's like horse drawn carriage rides. <laughs> like those, those are not like, like those are cinematic good yeah. but like it's you're behind a really smelly animal that just shits on the floor like, i also don't want that attention i don't want that attention uh like yeah couples like yeah carriage rides you're all you're so high up and like i just don't i don't like being in that position for no reason unless you know unless it's like we're in unless it's like part of the wedding you know what I mean? Again, but like even in the wedding, like, do you want something that just shits in the middle of the floor, like no. in the middle of your special day? Like, I just feels like that. That's like you, you like avoid family members for that exact reason. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and like couple anything that's like that has any activity that has the word couples like forced into it is not good like couples motorcycling no i want to be on a motorcycle by myself couples motorcycle i know you're right i mean you know like i don't want like a sidecar is so silly but also like you're hanging on the back and that's different not to say that i ride a motorcycle all the time and i don't but i'm just saying like the motorcycle you know you want to be in touch with the open road one time i got i went to um i got a couple's pedicure and i hated it hated every second of it i felt like it was such like a status thing and i just could yeah. not i could not feel comfortable in there and i just oh i absolutely oh i, I was i would i mean i was equal parts uncomfortable there as i was getting twisted up into you know an, a, a rope that that's so i think it's always interesting again to uh, i i talked to you like about this right before um we started recording which mm. is like what's your advice because I, oh, i'll yeah. say that like certain things that like get me to relax like i can do a pedicure and i've i've 
done like a couple's pedicure, manicure, or whatever. But you're right, my boyfriend hated it. He was like, "Nope, not for me. This is the worst thing I've anyone's ever uh, really? asked me to do." Yeah, and so I'm always interested to see what like what are other people's vices, what people can like, what they can do to relax or like have a good time, and what they can't. Yeah, because I, I feel like yeah. certain things I can't do. Like for other people, like this isn't this fun. I'm like, this is the worst thing anyone's ever asked me to do you know you know that's so interesting is i i don't necessarily think i i I, this this all has to do with florida because growing up there for me you know even talking about the hurricane stuff i thought this is normal this is how what everybody goes through and this is a part of life and also i was so unaware of my uh, erratic or eccentric behavior that i i you know it was in a lot of ways like hard to digest and so from coming from that point of view i don't necessarily think of things as like guilty pleasures i think of like Mm. pleasure as like pleasure however and this is a bad and this is a vice for real is a bad one um it's my a lot of times my relationship with food and a guilty pleasure for Mm. sure is grocery store sushi and i've talked about it a bit on the podcast I, I like i i my guilty pleasure is grocery store sushi and i don't think anybody should knock it because <laughs> all of the ingredients are in the grocery store i'm not talking bodega sushi okay I'm ta- okay i'm not talking airport sushi i'm talking okay i walk into Publix. i walk into ralph's i walk into um any you know whole foods they yeah. have all those ingredients there. They just, you know, it's like they're grocery shopping, you know, in the confines of the uh, of the store, and then they assemble it. And yeah, I'm sure that f- that fresh fish isn't has been there for you know four or five days, but in sushi <laughs> form, in sushi form, maybe it's been there for a day and a half, and it's like you know what, I'll take it. Grocery store sushi is man, you do like to gamble. That is that is a roll <laughs> of the dice. <laughs> so that's another thing, yeah. So I, I like, and I also like, yeah, I, I like to gamble when I'm in Vegas, but like I only do a few things. My favorite is um, betting on sports. Uh, I I feel like that's a Florida thing. Like honestly, so? like like I like I don't like I just like Florida is such a a sports state. You know, like how many oh, yeah. football teams do we have? How many basketball teams? I mean, like, yeah. Florida just Multiples. has <clears throat> so much. We have a soccer team. We have a baseball. You know, like we just have all of it. And, and you, I just feel like, and that's so, yeah. Someone listening might say, "Oh, what do you mean, Florida's a gambling state? Uh, they don't like gambling isn't legal there." But my baseball coach, uh, my little league baseball coach, <laughs> got um, busted <laughs> at a. What did he, uh, he got busted in an illegal gambling ring uh, in Cape Coral. He got but yeah. like a cop turn, was, was like, oh, you're going to place a bet now? And he's like, yeah, I'm going to place this bet. All right, you're arrested. Illegal gambling. And, you know, that's happening as we speak. You know, I, I always, to be honest, like when I moved up to New York and I found out about like on the track. Oh, uh, yeah. Or whatever that is. I was like, oh, you guys, like, there's such thing as legal gambling. Like, again, all I've ever known is, like, this underground um, sports bets or whatever sure. they, that they have, you know, especially in Florida. I'll say with the exception, I was going to ask if you ever went to the Hard Rock Cafe in, um, God, is it? In Orlando? In Tampa? No, it's not in Tampa. Uh, um, in Tampa. It's like a casino. Yes, yes, yes. I went there one time. Uh I went there one time and it was my friend James's birthday 
and I don't remember much, but I, I went I for I went for a birthday party as well. Like, birthday, I, yeah. Again, like again, I just I'm laughing at like it's just such a weird Florida. Well, like, you like, gambling for your birthday? I don't. Yeah, I, I mean, listen, I'm not like I'm not. Yeah, I like to. I, I mean, I like to make sports a little more interesting. I and then I'll play blackjack if like I've got a bunch of friends, you know, like a five dollar table or something like that, because that's an activity, you know, and like. Uh, uh, you know, I'm not winning like a ton of money, uh, but, or, uh, or I'll play roulette if I'm like by myself or like, kind of like off of my own. Cause that's so random. And like, I feel like it's a intuitive, like emotional thing. It's like, Oh, I'm going to bet on red 33 or just <laughs> red or whatever. What are your, what are some of, uh, some of your vices? Uh, food. It's a, a really big yeah. vice, as you said. Um, I'm more, I'm a sweets guy. Really? So like, oh my God. Yeah. Like whenever I go to Publix, I'm just kind of like, yeah. ah, you know, like the, the carrot cake or the actual cake. Um, uh, like, yeah, just sugar pie, like all, all of that, that those are my vices. Um, I'm actually getting more into cannabis. Like it was oh, wow. not something I ever did um when i was in college and then like i worked for a legal cannabis con- company so i started getting into that and like gummies and like all those psychedelic like i'm yeah nice those, those are another one um and then see. you know being aware being aware of the gambling in florida you you never you don't like to, you don't like to you, you don't like to spend your money in that way right no i told you i grew up like way too financially insecure to like get any kind of thrill that like putting a dollar down and not knowing that i'm gonna be able to pick it right back up for like, all the, <laughs> yeah for all the same reasons if i'm up just a little bit i'm like ooh, ooh, i'm yeah uh, see uh, you like, know my anxiety it. spikes just at the idea like if i if i have a dollar and I go down to 90 cents. My mind's like, dude, now you don't have a dollar. <laughs> like, like, yeah, but you could you have the potential to win 25 cents. It's like, ah, it's not worth it. I've already like, lost 10. It's like, like, no, oh. I know this scam this is a scam. Exactly. Yeah. And so does that keep you from uh investing in crypto? Absolutely. Um <laughs> do you think why, crypt- yeah, why why is I mean yeah, no, I'm just gonna say like I, like like crypto is all about like the belief system behind crypto and don't get me wrong uh it's converted a lot of people but yeah in my mind i'm just like it's too it's too unstable for me uh if i'm gonna be unstable i want to go like all out i'm not gonna (laughs) but i you know i think that's like i i applaud people who are able to take that kind of risk Mm. like again i think like um you know, as someone who grew up watching people uh, water ski and jump out of play, you know, like there's so many things like risky things that you can do skeet mm-hmm. shooting. Um, and I, I witnessed people do all of them. And I'm just like, that's that's just a level of risk I'm not willing to take. I, I yeah. Uh, <laughs> and as far as money goes, I used to have this. Uh, I don't know what it is. I'm going to say it's a Carrie Bradshaw approach to money. <laughs> I want to see my money in my closet hanging up. You know what I mean? Or like on my feet, you know, like I, that's how I want to see it. But, also, but now I'm a little, I'm, I'm really trying to outgrow, you know, all of those Florida tendencies, however strong they may be. And I'm trying to distance myself from uh, the shoes and at least, or at least curve that or like the clothing 
And that's, you know, that's like kind of a goal of mine, but yeah, that's, I, I can definitely see my money, you know? So, well, I'll, I'll say that um, what I've learned and one of the things that I'm learning, even when we were talking about earlier, um, like when we started this conversation, I was like the whole, you know, used to be called an Oreo or whatever. I've learned mm. to take like my past and actually use it for, use it for my future. Mm. And, um, and what I mean by that is my boyfriend, um, he had like the bunch of old comic books in his house that he never really um, like he just knew they he had them he never looked yeah at them. I was like dude these could be valuable at some point in time and he looked into it and they actually like were worth a, a bunch and so wow. he likes to see his money um, as well but now he'll like he's gotten into comic book collecting and uh. he like buys ones that will be worth something or that will complete a collection or something so it's like he's spending his money towards something that he can use at a later time and he knows will gain investment so like if you like shoes the same thing with shoes like yo if you like buying shoes it's like instead of just buying frivolously uh start to buy like thoughtfully there's like a sneaker community out there so like buy ones that you know oh hey these will like appreciate in value or like these are really cool it's like you're still getting that fix but you're now you are investing so to speak like um a friend of his used to buy she she would buy art and she would just buy like that was her way of investing she'd buy something that she was really into wait for it to occur value and then just like flip it (laughs) yeah that's how yeah that's how a lot of you know people kind of hide their money is in paintings in uh, wristwatches exactly um and yeah artwork yeah artwork i mean sculptures i assume i don't know i i I just the reason why i don't i don't do that sort of thing is because the job of selling it i know i'm not good at that you know, and like maybe I need to maybe I need to change that position or uh, or well maybe even you know, like that maybe you're not a seller, but again mm. it's just like you you have things that you know are worth selling and you like meet up with someone who's like uh, true who's really good at it like that's a lot of things you know like they're on consignment right like, I don't know what I'm doing but this you know someone I trust does how do you think the average Floridian <laughs> thinks about cryptocurrency? Uh, I, I mean, it depends on which Floridians <laughs> we're talking about. If we're talking about right. like frat bros, uh, they live by it. Like they I live just for know, it. Yeah, know so many who like they're really easy to to buy. I'm gonna ask you this, and I, I don't know. Do you listen to Joe Rogan at all? Uh, a, yeah, a Rogan he, head. <laughs> yeah, I listen to Rogan if if he has a good guest on. You know, some stuff goes over my head, and I'm not super into MMA like that, but. He uh, the last episode I listened to was um, he had Quentin Tarantino on. And I was like, oh, wow, we'll talk about some interesting stuff. And they did see. Yeah, I, I'm I, I, I it will take a lot for me to listen to Joe Rogan. But Joe like, Rogan. I, I do know that he's like he's in favor of it. And so I just uh-huh. feel like Floridians are like the epicenter of like Reagan Rogan heads or whatever you call them. Roganomics. Yeah. <laughs> Ro- Roganomics. Yeah. yeah so I would imagine if he if he's in favor of it, a lot of Floridian frat bros are. Yeah. Um, yeah. I yeah, I just don't know how I might describe it to somebody who is not who who who's just like lived in Florida their whole life and they're like, what do you mean? This is my house and I can see the house and I can <laughs> you live in the house. Uh <laughs> I mean, I know it's real because it's worth real money, you know, like if, if, whether or not it's 
it well yeah that's the thing about belief systems real money. yeah exactly <laughs> yeah we could i mean what we could create our own currency right now could, what would you if you could create your own currency what would you call it um gold coins <laughs> <laughs> really that was oh, no i would i i, uh, I you know what would be kind of really funny is i would i would create a currency that is just uh cubes uh, it would okay. be called cubes and it would just be like different colored cubes all the same size but just big enough to not be able to fit in your pocket and to transport them you had to carry it like like any like just like have you been watching loki are you familiar yes yes yes. so you know the tesseract yes yes. the cube or whatever yeah i love it it's not that size it's a little smaller which makes it a little more inconvenient because you want to put it in your pocket (laughs) but you've got to carry this thing around and there's no yeah and and that's what it'd be but it would be kind of funny i actually love this idea of like um (laughs) like like cube coin or something like that like just like (laughs) And they're like not, it's not convenient crypto? like coins that you can put in your pocket. It's like a cube. There's no folding it like a dollar. It's, yeah, it's. it's, it's <laughs> you specifically it's, want like a block. Like yes, you need absolutely. it to be. <laughs> I need the physical stuff too. Like if we're creating a currency, it's got to be physical. And I want to see people struggle with it. So they can literally stack that money. Is that what this is for? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yes, yes, yes. I love it. Well, you're not you? lying when you say you want to see your. <laughs> I want to see, see your money. <laughs> what about you? What's the what's the currency? What's the crypto? What's the CJ crypto? I'm just I'm gonna just take your idea, but like put it in crypto. <laughs> like I said, cube coin. Like I just like the idea of like different colors have different value. So basically, money. <laughs> but like yeah, yeah. <laughs> like like other like other countries have that right. Like where uh different or or maybe we could do the whole um oh you know has anyone done like um like a college uh, wall currency, you know, like you used to have like those beer oh, bottles, like yes. all up against the wall and like, that's huh. what they would collect or like, like bottle caps. Like, I feel like right. it would be something like that. Or you- like, yeah, I had a roommate in college that, that saved a bunch of Natty light cans and turned exactly. it, in, turned it into a, an accent chair. I'm just saying like, <laughs> like, like five Natty light cans is the equivalent of like one bud. Like, well, like I mean, if we're yeah. talking exchange rate. Well, <laughs> what we're talking about is recycling, and you get five cents, <laughs> five cents per, per can. Oh, just, you're telling me you already have a system? <laughs> we just invented recycling, man. Uh, you know, uh, another thing, uh, a couple, of, a few more things before we get out of here. I, I we we're talking, we talk about your podcast, we're talking about podcasts, and yeah, and then you you mentioned how you're back on the TikTok or you're on the TikTok wagon and mm-hmm. uh, social media can be so strange. And, you know, I, I found like, I recently took like a week break from the podcast mm-hmm. because like, what is like, what is, uh, what can you do? You know, like it's, it's this like refillable content that yes. is, that is supposed to is like exhausting and taxing. Yeah. And there's no like, there's no like season of it. There's no break of it. You know, whether you're doing TikTok or social media, it's like, oh, you're encouraged, especially with TikTok, as I'm familiar with it. 
to be producing all the time and then people Constantly. that are people yeah and then people that you know are successful they post three times a day on social media and the same social media account it's like that is that's a lot and i'm a person that i you know maybe this is a fault in my uh personality but i just kind of like want to not do that all the time you know or like or get to a stage where okay i don't want to do that and like you know it's it's like we were talking about this earlier it's like filling up a cup a, a, a cup with you know a fountain soda and mm-hmm. it's and you're and you're trying to drink it as the cup is filling up it's like yeah so much of it so much of it yeah no i actually so it's um i'm really happy that you asked that question because i think that um I mean, granted, I don't have like the most successful podcast, so take mine with a grain of salt. But this idea of, you know, if you really want to be successful, you have to do it um, all the time. It's like, no, I feel like that's like that's a good way to like perfect your craft. And like the Mm -hmm. more you do something, the better you get. But I honestly feel like it's uh, it's uh, quality over quantity in some instances. Mm. I think like it's it's quantity over quality if you're just trying to like get yourself in the habit of doing it but once you have an audience or once you have something that you know that you like people are coming to you for then I think it's fine I mean like especially with our podcast we will go like hey we needed a break you know like season or whatever you're gonna come back you're gonna listen to us when we complete the things or you won't and we'll find a brand new audience you know like we're doing it for us and when you stop doing it for you I think it loses flavor anyway and Mm. then like why people came to you like starts to go away so i think that one of the things that i've really really learned and one of the things that i will like kind of going back to tiktok but like one of the things that i like about it is it's so unpolished like don't get me wrong it takes a Mm -hmm. lot of effort to put these things together but some of it is just like you know people like waking up you can tell they put no makeup up and they've done nothing they're just like telling what they think and they're just giving you their their raw opinions and they put that together, they put a video together. And I'm like, yeah, I think that's what people are looking for. They're looking for authenticity now because we can get produced content at any point in time. Right. So like, you know, whether it's your podcast or TikTok or anything, I think that it's, you do it when you feel like doing it and you, you know, sometimes you do it when you don't feel like doing it, but also never do it like when you're, giving more of yourself than you can replenish if that right but yeah i i that makes sense and that's coming out from a healthy place except the people you know it's it's always weary to take advice from people who consider themselves experts that don't have any sort of accreditation but the people who have you know consider themselves experts or the people that are successful and then you know you know look to give advice or seminars they they seem to ignore the whole mental health factor and just be like and, and you know which is which is not a new point of view it's like it's it's come generations before like work as hard as you can every all the time at this and then burn out and then you get to retire but then but what is it really it's like instagram and maybe you get to do some like ads and make a couple thousand dollars but it's not it's I'm like, just gonna say, it's not like real you know like you you and I have both like we both worked in art industries or whatever mm-hmm. and there's like people who are like really really good artists right. and they just haven't hit yet and then there are people who you're like how is this person even like 
like how how can they consider themselves an artist you know what i mean and they hit it up or they know the right people that's why i'm mm-hmm. saying like and, and honestly in my opinion and again it's i'm you know only take my level of successes <laughs> what what do you want to do but it's sure. like um do like do it as long as it's like enjoyable for you or like you you want to do it or you feel compelled to do it like outside of that honestly it's all luck it's all random like there's just there are people who like i know people who will wake up every day and will put out three four videos and like just or you know again recording a podcast and they do it every single day and like they have like a moderate audience yeah Um, yeah. and then there's individuals who like you know, there's that one kid who we all grew up with who would like study for a little bit and then show up to class and like ace the test and then just like walk <laughs> away. And it's just like in some people, like they right. have the knack, they have the voice, they have something that people are going to draw them to. And some people you have to work harder for. It. And mm. I'm not saying that you don't work harder for it. I'm just saying that I prize my mental health more than I yeah. prize an audience. So right. I'm going to do what feels good to me and what I need to do. And then if I need to like take time for myself and then I lose a little bit of my audience, so it's like, well, then that was someone who I didn't want listening to me anyway. Because uh, yeah. when I start talking again, you know, like they'll check back in. It's yeah. And also, you know, good luck can turn into bad luck because, you know, there's uh, it can be bad if you're on the spot and you're unprepared, you know? Absolutely. Uh, so that, that, that can happen as well with, with things like this. And yeah, I mean, you know, there's so much luck that ha- goes into any of these things like social media or like entertainment or whatever that, I mean, Which why, is, why, what you said earlier, I think is a great example of like why they're like, just do it, you know? Like, mm. so for example, you're like, if you, um, if you get the chance and you're unprepared like i was like that's when the doing it comes in handy yeah because it's like if you've been doing it and then you get the chance and the opportunity all right. of a sudden you're like you're not as scared because like oh i've been doing this like I, this I is see. something you're asking me to do something that i do on a tuesday like that's fine right, right, right. um like taking a dick but, <laughs> but like, <laughs> tuesdays but, fridays every day <laughs> yeah. happy but, days yeah, <laughs> uh, that's what that song was really about. But, a little <laughs> uh, but uh, no, but if you um, if you're just there are plenty of people who also like they just take it so seriously and they yeah. spend like months trying to get the right script and get everything like perfectly together. And I remember like when we first started our podcast, we would spend like hours trying to edit it, and then we put it out like one haphazard unedited episode because we were tired and we couldn't do it and people were like love this just as much right, <laughs> like, right, right, right. oh wait what so you know there's this balance and that's why i was just like in general i feel that you really you should be doing it as long as you feel compelled to do it and right. and as long as you know you have space to do it but if you're giving more of yourself than you could possibly replenish then eventually you are going to burn out and then what was the use of building that audience when you're not even going to check back in you know yeah and sometimes perfect is the enemy of good yeah you you can't you can't be striving for stuff like that uh and i mean you know i was never good to begin with so (laughs) hey i I think i think you i don't think you give yourself enough credit i think you have quite a following um and and you've always been able to find i don't know like an audience i think that that's that's one of the unique things about you like 
I, I'll look at your your work and uh, I've gone to quite a few of your comedy shows. And whenever okay. I do, I'm like, this mine works in mysterious ways. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of crowds, there was last time when you were around, we were talking about the party scene in Orlando and there was, there was a party that was omitted or like a story that was omitted because you were like, oh, I didn't want to put you out there. But, you know, put me out there because as much as as much as uh, I like doing this podcast because it comes from a uh, comes from like, a you know, a real interest and in like part of my personality. It's also so I can remember some things or <laughs> have have the past dug up in real time. And so I, I love it. <laughs> OK, and, I'll I'll yeah. I know what you're hinting at and I'll yeah, say, yeah. OK. So to kind of preface this a little bit, I don't remember all the details. I do remember this is college. I was crushing on you at the time. So of course I (laughs) took like an interest and um, you were like roommates with my friends. And these two dudes that were brothers? Brothers, yep. And they were were on the UCF cheerleading team. They were on the cheer squad, yep, as well. And um, so I went to visit them one day and they like were aware of my crush on you. (laughs) And they were like, your boy your boy shit himself last night. I was like, what? <laughs> and they were like, he comes home from this party. Um, he doesn't even make it up the stairs. He just like, he's like halfway up the stairs and then he shit on himself. And then we had to deal with it in the morning. And I was oh, like, no. oh, and I, I had to, like, that was a great way of like humanizing you and like, a way, you know, like, <laughs> well, I mean, there was, you know yeah, yeah. You know what? Uh, you know, maybe I'm not going to try and convert this one. Uh, you know, so, I mean, it's not like there was a mess. It was that I'm getting rid of uh, those jeans, you know? Yeah, exactly. Uh, and it's not like I put them in the trash in the kitchen. I, I uh, They go in the dumpster. So what happened yeah. was... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You need to tell the story because again, all, all I did was the after. Um, <laughs> so the events that led to that were this. So I'm downtown and I get to, uh, I'm hosting an event for Snap, which is the uh, Orlando International Photography Festival. And they have a interview series and I am 21. And I had just, <laughs> and oh, and that day I had spoken to the mayor and I had interviewed Buddy Dyer. I, I, I talked to him. <laughs> And I then, have to tell you right now, really quickly, if you were to say, start your story off with, so I spoke to the mayor, <laughs> and it ends with, and then I shit myself, I would definitely want to know the in-between. That sounds like both the best day and the worst day. Just it, like, Yeah, exactly. It started off with me talking to the mayor and ended up with me falling asleep <laughs> inside on the stairs uh, and uh, pooping my pants. And so, and, you know, sometimes that's just the best place to fall asleep. So anyhow, I talked to the mayor, then we're, you know, uh, I'm working for this um, production team associated with Full Sail University and this new media project, uh, which is like kind of like an online TV show, but, you know, mm-hmm. call, call it new media and called Orlando Live. And we would capture, you know, events happening around town. So, of course, the International Film Festival or excuse me, the International Photography Festival, SNAP, which was going into, I believe it's third or fourth year, uh, had garnered some a lot of attention. And, you know, they had tapped me to interview Kathy Eldon, who was publishing this book about her son's, uh, you know, photography around the world. And her son tragically died at an early age. And, you know, his f- photographs were great, but, you know, he didn't spend, he didn't waste any time 
traveling. So it was fascinating to talk with her in front of a large audience. And after the long, long day of like interviews and like, you know, this like kind of just being on, I was like, oh man, I had this adrenaline. And we, so we were at the uh, performer space or like the artist space for this, uh, for this event. And I was with this girl and then, you know, we were having like, a great time and like dancing and like, I was losing track of the number of drinks that I had. And then she, uh, she had to leave cause she had to, uh, be responsible. And I was, I got a text from my friend Jackie and she's like, Hey, me and Shorty are going to FUBAR. I think it was FUBAR and we're getting a table. Mm-hmm. Do you remember FUBAR? Of course I remember FUBAR. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you remember that like they had like a roped off section, like, like that. I love false VIPs in uh, Florida because they mean yes. nothing. Like you're in Florida. How VIP can it be? It means uh, nothing. <laughs> yeah, you're a guy named Shorty. You know, like, yeah, you know, you're not even that short. You know, he's my height. He was like six feet tall. He just, he, he just did like nefarious things. It's like, oh yeah, I got to, got to talk to Shorty. So Jackie hits me up and I don't want the night to be over. However, uh, the girl that I was seeing, you know, agreed to drop me off there because it was a lot closer to my apartment. And the time is 1030, I think. <laughs> so then she drives me over there. I guess slice of pizza, at lazy moon. Yes. Uh, I'm loving and, all of this. Yes. And so then, and lazy moon pizza is, it's the size of your torso. You know, yeah, it's exactly. like, that's their claim to fame. A, yeah. Like, a full some pizza. Of the biggest pizzas, yeah. Yeah. A full pizza is the, you know, the size of an 18 wheeler or tire. Yeah. It's massive. Uh, what, yes. do you, did you, did you, was there a pizza, a slice that you got there that you liked or do we just like cheese or whatever the fuck? No, no. I was like, uh, Oh my God. I think even met you there like a few times, but like yeah, I yeah. was, I was actually just one of those people who like would only go to lazy moon to like meet up with people and like hang out. Like nice. whatever kind of pizza was brought to me is like what I would eat. You know, like I, <laughs> I was there for the company, not necessarily the pizza, but you it was only- Yes, it was. The only time I was there is I, I maybe have got because there are a few bars in that in that strip mall. I maybe had gotten there a little early. And so I was like, oh, I could get some pizza or I went there to try and eat an entire Lazy Moon pizza in under Which an hour. Like, they had that contest. Yes, yeah. I was say, yeah. Never. Did you ne- ever make the wall? No, never sadly. made the wall. Never made the wall. Never made the wall. Yeah, I know. Right. <laughs> I don't think I could. I don't think I could. Uh, so anyhow, that, that happened a few times where I made that attempt always ended poorly <laughs> and and kind of like the way that this i love, I love what was I, I love that this is like all the setup <laughs> so then it's 10 30 i get a slice and like my favorite slice was the j it's called jason's mom's slice and so it's mm. like um i think it's like uh chicken on on the pizza chicken red peppers and mushrooms and then i would t- they would always have honey on, on the table to top it and i would drizzle honey over the top it was delicious it was great uh <laughs> now, now the bowel movement is starting to make a little bit more sense <laughs> so then it, you know it's closer to 11 shorty and jackie are there and he's sorting out this vip table in a college bar that is <laughs> such a dump like yeah. you know it's like it's such a dump i don't know why anyhow well, because again, yeah. you go there to get drunk. Like no, like <laughs> when you're a, a college student, you don't know like what a good bar looks like. You you yeah. know, you know drinking. <laughs> and as you say that, that you bring up a really good point. I think there's a progression. It's 
your in Orlando there was at the time. Mm-hmm. You're underage, you're getting X's on your hands, or mm-hmm. you're underage, you have a fake ID and you're drinking everywhere, or you're 21, 22, and you are afraid to go out downtown to a real bar. So then maybe you do this like VIP thing at mm-hmm. the at some of the college bars and you think you're above it which mm-hmm. was definitely happening because of what I'm about to tell you, which is we get in shorty sorts out the table. He's like, yo, what's up, bro? Like that. He was that guy. He's like, what's up, bro? Yeah. Chill. He's like a Nick Kroll character. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh and I'm God. Like, Again, if we yeah. want to talk about it, I like, I have a really weird relationship with Nick Kroll because I'm both really attracted to him. <laughs> and also I hate myself for it because it's like, why would anyone, but it's that, that Floridian conditioning <laughs> because why, why are you? Because of like that, that bro like, it's just like, Oh my does? God, that bro character. And again, I think I want to let all of the Florida girls out there. I want you to know that Florida is grooming you to be into it. You're not really <laughs> into these guys. Like once you leave Florida and you meet real, real people, you're like, <laughs> This doesn't make sense, but like Florida grooms you. You're like, no, this is normal. That's this a good hot. <laughs> that's a good PSA. That's a good PSA. Yeah, the bar in Florida is on the floor. Uh, <laughs> I uh, mean, backwards truckers <laughs> hat, shirtless, oversized <laughs> board shorts. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so then we're chilling, and then you know I catch up with Shorty, I catch up with Jackie, and then you know I see a few people that I see out at bars. It's like, hey, what's up? Oh my god, I haven't seen you since. Uh, we blacked out or whatever. <laughs> and then like, we're in this roped off area and who do I see next to us? I turn my head, you know, shorty's on my right. I turn my head to the left. Boom. There's Marcus Jordan, Michael Jordan's son. And yes, he, I remember he's buying the bar. Like he's like real, he's like doing real VIP stuff. And we're, you know, shorty's like, Hey, let's get another bottle. But like, you want to come in on this one? I'm like, yeah, yeah, sure. Like vodka, <laughs> blah, 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 blah. Everything's overpriced. But I was just still celebrating the day I had talking to Kathy Eldon and the mayor of Orlando, you know? All right. So Kathy Eldon, the mayor of Orlando. Yeah. Partying with Marcus Jordan. Yes. Yeah. And then the next step. <laughs> but you know what? It was going too well. It had to come down. Exactly. Yeah. So we were drinking, you know, uh, what did he get? I think we got two bottles of vodka between the three of us. And then we were taking shots. And then there was a lot of Red Bull involved. Of course mm-hmm. there was. And then boom, the lights come on. It's 2 a.m. And, you know, Marcus Jordan, he, I don't know. I, he, he seemed, he seemed cool. He he didn't like really talk to us too much, but I was like, hey man, you know what's good? Because we were just in proximity to one another. I wouldn't have said anything otherwise. And uh, we had some nothing conversation about. Uh, it might have been about shoes. I don't even remember because at that point I just remember that like he wore glasses, so he was like the Urkel version of Michael Jordan. Yeah, yeah. And his glasses kept fogging up. Uh, <laughs> This is before it was cool where you were wearing a mask and your glasses fogged up. Like, yeah, his, his glasses were just fogging up just because I don't know. We're in a place where we're in a Humidity. roped off. Yeah, we're in a roped <laughs> off VIP section and there's no working air conditioning. <laughs> and it's called Fubar and it stood yeah. for fucked up beyond all repair. Oh, uh, is that what it uh, like? Again, I never I never questioned it. <laughs> That's what Fubar stood for. I mean, I there, love at least. it. And my, my roommate, like my younger roommate, Troy, would call it that. Like foobar, bro, fucked up beyond all repair. <laughs> they got away with that. So anyhow, uh, Shorty 
is uh, driving everyone home, me and Jackie and this other person. I think some some girl that he was dating because he had come to a party of mine. He'd come to a love lockdown party. This was when like the Kanye West like love lockdown song was happening. And yes. and it was like val- it's in celebration of Valentine's Day. And the rules were everybody had to uh, bring a date, handcuff themselves to their date. And then the key to the handcuffs had to be dropped in a bottle of liquor that you brought and you had to drink your way out. Oh my God. You used to like, I think you, do you remember uh, a kid named Austin Otaki? No, it's, but it's I'm okay, sure he yeah. was one of those like barfly dudes that I only ran well, into. Yes, yes, we like drinking, very much yeah. like, 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 and I'm just like the both of you throw like maybe like the most original parties. <laughs> like, I'm gonna say, like, this is like what, like, I, I will give flat frat boys or party boys that like the creativity that goes behind a part, like a unique party. Are you kidding me? It was fun, but I, I, my date was younger and we were, it was just all <laughs> over. The, we were all over the place. We were literally all, we were the first ones to finish our, our bottle mm-hmm. and we were all over the place. I was not a good host that night. Uh, and then shorty is tied, you know, tied handcuffed to this freshman and she's throwing up. And the thing that woke me up was like, bro, no, it didn't wake me up. I'm sorry. He get, oh, I wish I had this. He calls me and leaves a voicemail, bro, she's throwing up, man. And he's handcuffed to her. They lost their bottle and his date is throwing up. Oh, bro. Yeah. And so then anyhow, that's a different night on this night. I think the same, (laughs) same year Shorty's seeing uh, either her or one of her friends and uh she's in the car me jackie and then shorty and we get to my apartment and i don't walk out i don't jump out of the car i just kind of roll out like like almost like the way that you roll out of bed yeah i didn't brace myself and i just like hit my shoulder onto the pavement and then i just like slowly walked up and i was a zombie and i think i took uh at least five minutes to figure out which which key opens my front door and then i took two steps up uh the interior steps because i think there was like it was it was um there was one one bedroom on the one bedroom on the first floor and three on the top yeah exactly yeah in second floor yeah yeah and uh i didn't get very high up and then i was just and then I was just in a different place. And I was just, uh, I'm, yeah, I've, I have no control of any uh, of my bodily functions. Apparently. <laughs> and then, yeah, you know, uh, you know, it happens, man. That's, that's, it, it, that's just what happens. I don't think it happens as often, but uh, again, not like if, if you were to tell me that the day started with you meeting the mayor and, Oh, one of your uh, heroes. Um, and yeah. <laughs> she got carried away. You know, I'm an excited guy. But I will guy. say this. I will say this. From now on, anytime yeah. I see a photo of anyone meeting the mayor, I'm like, that dude's going to shit himself <laughs> on the stairs later I'm on a, today. <laughs> I am still an excitable person, just in different ways. Uh, meaning... You know, a, a girl called me this one. She's like, yeah, I, you know, we're talking about spirit animals or whatever. And and she's like, you're like a Labrador. You're just like, you know, happy to be around people and like get excited in the moment. I'm like, and I resented at the time because, you know, at the time 
I wanted to be a lion or I wanted to be a shark or I wanted to be, you know, something tough, like a yeah. tiger or something. Yeah. Uh, but uh, it doesn't always work out like that. And I, I kind of own that because I thought that was a, I think now that's an accurate assessment. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I would say, and I mean, this in the best way, I feel yeah. like you're like a, like a, a Labrador mix like a street dog like like you've yeah. been outside having you're just out here <laughs> to have a good good time you're, you're like tramp from lady to the tramp you're just like out here you're having fun <laughs> getting into shit like i don't think there was any real training involved but uh yeah <laughs> you know, you know he's what his life he's doing pretty good <laughs> you know what i think i would say you are a burrowing owl Ooh, uh, uh, indigenous to Florida, wise in wise in all the ways that owls Love are, it. but also not afraid to get your feet on the ground. No, you know, and like be I a like part it. Of, be a part. I'll of take it. it. Owls, that's, <laughs> that's really good. I don't know. I, I ch- next time you're on the podcast, maybe we'll uh, <laughs> we'll settle on a, a more ferocious animal. I uh, hey, I don't think for uh, first of all, if you don't know anything about owls, owls are creepy as fuck. They are pretty ferocious. They're territorial um, for sure. Absolutely. That's the one thing that I'll say. I'm not very territorial. Okay. I'm like, ah, oh, whatever. It's not. Well, I, I, I own like my body. <laughs> like, like that's <laughs> outside of that. I'm like, I don't, I don't really own anything here. I'm a millennial. What's ownership? So. I, well, I mean, with the TikToking and uh, and everything, my, I think you might have slid into Gen Z. I don't know. Oh wow, is that how it works? You just I roll think back so. time. Yeah, I think I think yeah, that's a it's a it's a state of mind. It's got to be yeah, a state of absolutely. mind, <laughs> especially with the millennials being such a transitional uh, uh, generation, generation, right? Yeah, well, so that's one of the things. It's like I do. I never want to be afraid of technology. Like I was one of those people who were like, I'm yeah. not doing it. But then I was like, you know, that actually is what makes you older. <laughs> like being like, ah, I don't know how to work this thing. So like, interesting. I just, I just, you know, gave it a try. And I was like, the worst that could happen is I fail at it. And it's it's on my phone. No one will know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. And, you know, and then, you know, you you know what's going on. It's like the, like you had said, it's the Reddit of social media. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. Um, all right, CJ, thanks so much for joining us again. Next time uh, I'll come prepared with a more accurate uh, spirit animal. I love it. I got to think about it now. <laughs> No, uh, not sorry. I didn't mean to give you homework. No, 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 not at all. If anything, you know, I'm just like do my research, start looking up like Florida animals and see which ones actually make sense. Could be an alligator, but I don't know those traits except for you know, can't run, can't run in a zigzag pattern. That's something you grow well, up, you know. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, exactly. <laughs> That's I just love these like weird random facts. We got to do like just a like a. <sighs> Like a Florida facts, like Florida, a Florida random facts, Florida facts, or like a Florida folktale hour, where it's just like everyone tells you like <laughs> the Florida folktale they grew up hearing. I don't know. Uh, well, I know you could spin a tale, so I'm looking forward to that one. CJ, thanks for joining the podcast. Uh, before we thanks leave, for gotta, me. Got to thank the production team: Mike, Gina, Justin, Collier, Kelvin, Dawn, Lindsay, Peter, Allison, P, Kevin, and Lauren S. CJ. Thanks so much for joining me again. You got to be on another time. We'll tell some folk, some, some Florida folk stories. Always a pleasure. All right, Floridians. Thanks for tuning in. I'll talk to you next time.